Hello there, Nerd Talk Libs here, and we're asking you, our lovely listeners, to support our programming by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash nerdtalklibs. For as little as $1 a month, your contribution will continue to make this show very special for our current listeners and our newcomers. For a $2 a month contribution, we will help you promote by plugging your band, YouTube channel, podcast, or any other project you're currently working on, and we will do this every week for as long as you remain a patron. And finally, we have a limited $5 a month perk that will gain you a spot in the top five patron guest list, which means when our show requires a guest, you will be among the five people we ask first to be on the show and will be chosen in order. We thank you deeply for your continued loyalty as listeners and hope to put these contributions to good use. Remember, we're not only doing this because we love it, but because we love being nerdy, and we know you do too. So head over to patreon.com slash nerdtalklibs right now to make your contributions and enjoy this brand new episode of Nerd Talklibs Podcast. Welcome, Welcome to the Nerd, to the Nerd Lab. Lab. Get those nerds! 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 Let the nerds take over! Nerd alert! What are you, some kind of nerd? Not some kind of nerd. I am the king of nerds. Nerd! Nerd stuff probably really excites you because you're a nerd. This is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. Hello, nerd enthusiasts, and thanks for joining us for this week's edition of Nerd Talk Lips Podcast. My name is Lane. And I'm Deej. And as always, we're geeking out weekly with our listeners about our favorite nerd topics. From Marvel and DC Comics, TV and film, Star Wars, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and beyond, Pokemon, the Walking Dead universe, Dragon Ball Z, GT Super, and the films alike and most things in between. That's right, guys, and here on our show, we express pride in pop culture nerdism and work hard to bring you trending content from all the fandoms you love. Please reach out to us via email, nerdtalklips at gmail.com, Twitter at nerdtalklips, or simply write up a review on iTunes or facebook.com slash nerdtalklips. We'd love some listener feedback. What's up, nerd enthusiasts? Thanks for joining us for episode 44 of Nerd Talk Loops Podcast. We are here for the first time we're on, well, I guess not the first time, it's the second time we're on video for our YouTube channel. We're doing some crazy stuff. Up here, we got the Logan trailer, and over there, that's the Power Rangers trailer. Fuck yeah. They're just going to play on a loop while we talk today, because these trailers are pretty awesome. And they're not links, so don't try to click on them expecting it to take you to the video. <laughs> they are not links, you're right. <clears throat> one day, one day we can do it. <laughs> we'll, we'll do our best, but... Uh, we're going to go ahead and get right into things um, with a little bit of nerd news. It's time for the latest in nerd news with Nerd Talkalypse. Nerd 
first thing we got is the Walking Dead news. Now, <laughs> this rumor to me is fucking stupid, but it says, rumor has it, Abraham Ford will be in the season finale episode. Now, it has to be a flashback. It's going to have to be. That's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's the only thing. I have no and idea why or how. Why the fuck do people give a shit? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't it just uh, it was. Uh, I was struggling to find news for every category, and that was Walking Dead news. No, I, I just like, think it's eh, a sure, weird thing whatever. to talk about. It's like, it's, yeah, it's pretty random. I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't know. People are trying to find anything they can. I guess, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't forget, Walking Dead is only thirteen days away from today. Fucking so, yeah, baby! I cannot uh, we're wait. Getting season seven B, and it's going to be pretty legit. Yes, yes, yes. Fucking thirteen days, two weeks. Pretty stoked. Remember when it happened, everybody's like, man, it's so far away, it's going to take so long. Now we're like, fuck yeah, it's only two weeks. Yeah, one day less than two weeks. It's crazy. Pretty dope. All right, so move on to the DC Universe. There's quite a bit here, so we'll let's just get let's get going on it. All right. <clears throat> Green Lantern Corps movie. There has been a rumored short list of star-studded actors that are said to be sought after the role of Hal Jordan. This list is Ryan Reynolds, which, no, I don't think that's going to happen. Me neither. I don't even think he would. They could even like Ryan Reynolds. We want you to do this again. He'd be like, why? Hell to the no. Like, I'm not going to fucking go through that shit again. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> Joel McHale, Bradley Cooper, which I could see Bradley Cooper being uh, Hal Jordan. I'd be down with it. He has the he has that look. That he looks like a Hal Jordan. Ryan Reynolds did too. Yeah. I didn't think that movie was that bad. People hate on it a lot. I liked it. Yeah, It was kind of goofy and kind of... Parallax was like, weird. Yeah, that's not the way that should work. But not like a smoke monster. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> um, Tom Cruise. Now that I would can, take me immediately out of it. No, I could see his. He could do it. You know, he looks like he could be Hal Jordan, but I couldn't. I don't want him. No, I'm going to see Tom Cruise every single time I see him. That's all I'm going to see. J- uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, which I don't know about. No, I don't. No, think I, I don't think. Do. I think he's too short as Ar- well as Tom Cruise. Arm and Hammer. Just kidding. Army Hammer. <laughs> Now that, this guy, this is, is the guy Ar- we, re- is we reported. Army Hammer. Army Hammer, that's his name. Now this guy, <laughs> we reported on this not too long ago. There was an image of uh, him. We had it on in Nerd News, and it was he looks awesome. He absolutely looks phenomenal for the role. Right. Like what, right out of uh, Just League War. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, man. I still think they need to get fucking uh, from uh, the Office. Oh, Halpert for Hal. Halpert, dude. I think. Dude, like, cause, I agree with that. Because one of those new movies he did, dude, he's like ripped. Like, 13 he's, Hours? He's huge. Yeah, dude. Man, I want to watch that movie, by the way. But John Krasinski for Hal Jordan. I'm, I'm down with that. I'm on that bandwagon, son. I'm so on that bandwagon. Now, I agree. James Marsden could do it easy, but he's already been Cyclops. It's going to be weird. I mean, he'll never be Cyclops again, I imagine. Then. No, I don't think so either. But I mean, that would be cool. I mean, I mean, if he can come in and be in a fantastic... He'd do like what Ryan Reynolds did. He, if he can come in and be a fantastic Green Lantern. Yeah. But he wasn't a bad Cyclops, you know... No. I liked his Cy- Cyclops was awesome. Like, I yeah, don't I, 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 I don't know. He'd be, I think he'd be a good choice. I honestly yeah. do. Wouldn't be too bad. Because that's the only thing I really seen him in. So like seeing these big name actors like Tom Cruise or Jake Gyllenhaal. That guy James Marsden. He was also in Superman Returns. Oh well, as something I don't just like his assistant or something. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It didn't make any sense. But but it says that all of these actors haven't spoken with anyone about the role, but are going to be pursued. So yeah, you can look forward. And to that. If we know it. They definitely know it. Look forward now. to Ryan Reynolds being like, fuck no. What if he's like, sure? Oh my god, no, he dude. should be. I feel like he would have been a better. Uh, my favorite Green Lantern, Kyle Rayner. Kyle Rayner, because he's kind of weird. I, and I think Joel McHale for Guy Gardner. Yeah, but not Hal Jordan. No. But the room, the rumor is that the Green Lantern movie is going Who's to Joel be Joel McHale. Jeff Winger. 
Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, I could see him being a, a Guy Gardner. Yeah. And I think uh, we need... Uh, and Jake Gyllenhaal could totally be um, the black one. John Stewart? Sure. Why not? What? Why would Jake Gyllenhaal be a black guy? Hey, they can make a black Spider-Man. I guess, man. A white, I, a white John Stewart. That would be so weird. But the rumor is that that's what the movie's going to be about. It's going to follow Hal Jordan as the retired Greenlander, which doesn't make any sense. Unless Hal Jordan shows up in Justice League 1 or 2, and then the Green Lantern movie's like, oh, I'm done with this shit, and we're going to get John Stewart his own fucking shit now? Like, why would they make Hal Jordan? Where the hell has he been this whole time? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm like he's got to show up in Justice League well, it's 1 the or same, 2 It's the sense. same in Justice All the superheroes that are missing. Like, where the fuck is Martian Manhunter at? Oh, he's rumored to show up at the end of Justice League. Yeah, but he's supposed to be in it from the beginning. You know what I mean? It's just... <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. The way they're going about it's strange, but... I don't know. I can't wait. I'm just Plus, I don't know. The, like, Justice League is like... so <laughs> They're fighting, like, their biggest enemy right out of the get-go. I mean, is it, is it gonna, are they going to be fighting Darkseid in this movie? I, 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 maybe not. Maybe it's I'm just going to be Steppenwolf. It's going to be like with... Uh, and, then, and then Darkseid later? Yeah, with like Thanos. Like the way they're doing it in Marvel. Like they're going to... The whole movie's going to be working up towards Darkseid. And then Justice League 2 is going to be a fucking all-out Darkseid battle. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a pretty good way to think about it. Because I, there's I no way... Because really sure. cause for it to be a Darkseid movie... Yeah, he has to be in it more than Doomsday was. Like, yeah, you know, if they do all this other shit and then put in like the last fifteen minutes of them fighting Darkseid. No, I don't. I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay I with need, that. Yeah, I that would, makes I'm sense. I'm perfectly okay with the whole separate. I still, movie. I still honestly think I really do think that we're still going to see Darkseid in this movie. Oh but, fuck yeah, I can't. I hope so. I mean, just even if it's just a glimpse, that's all. That's all that matters to me. But uh, let's move on to Dwayne Johnson. Um, after meeting with DC Comics, they've decided to split the Shazam movies. They're going to take them and, and move them right so into two. Is this two. for certain Dwayne Johnson is going to do this? Dwayne Johnson is, yes. This is 100% confirmed. He's an advocate for the role now. Like, that is, he's very outspoken about it. Dude, I hope um, if they do it. No, you read this and I'll tell you what. So, they're going to split the movie into two films. The Black Adam solo film and the one for Shazam himself. I don't know which one's coming first. Uh, I assume they would have to do Black Adam first because Black Adam comes first. So yeah, he was the uh, chosen one from Sh- under Shazam for. But way I years could before. totally see them doing the first one first, like Shazam first, and then going back and doing a prequel, letting Dwayne Johnson just have it. Like, I don't know. It honestly wouldn't really matter because it wouldn't be a prequel to Shazam because uh, uh, Shazam, what's his other Marvel, Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, yeah. He's referred to as Captain Marvel. Shazam's the wizard. He becomes Shazam or whatever. Yeah. I think they ended up calling him Shazam just because of the fact that... That Marvel also has a Captain Marvel? Yes. But uh, um, it wouldn't matter because Dwayne Johnson's solo Shaz- uh, Black Adam movie would be... Would probably take place hundreds of years before. Him. Oh, yeah. He's been Black Adam for a long, long time. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know when it's going to happen or, or what. But it's also very rumored, uh, heavily speculated, I guess would be the proper term, that The Rock may have a brief cameo in the Aquaman film. Interesting. Uh, nothing is confirmed, but fans are speculating that a Twitter conversation between he- Dwayne Johnson and director James Wan will lead to an appearance in the film uh, in 2018. James Wan directed Furious 7. Which was a well-made movie, in my right. opinion. And uh, Dwayne Johnson claims him to be one of his favorite directors. So, I mean, why the hell not? Put him in the movie. Introduce him to the to the world, you know, ahead of time. Like, I know that uh, 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 Warner Brothers isn't doing the Shazam films. It's uh, New Line Cinema. So, But it's still the same universe. And, you know, uh, people are still speculating that it's probably going to be 
um, Shazam and Superman someday, and you know all that good shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. dude. If I don't see uh, Superman, Shazam, and Black Adam fight, I'm gonna be severely disappointed. Hell yeah, dude! That movie was so dope. Remember when we watched mm, that yes. shit? Hell yeah, that was awesome. That was dope, and I better. Oh my god, Henry Cavill's Man of Steel fighting. And yeah. they choose to be Shazam. I hope they choose Thad Castle. To be Shazam? Yes. That would be so dope. Little Billy Batson. I could see because he has that head, too, because Shazam kind of looks like a typical white yeah. jock guy. And I mean, he's definitely tall enough. I don't know oh, if he's yeah. broad enough. I don't but know. He's they fucking can... huge, but nobody's going to be. There are a few people on this planet yeah. that could even begin to emulate comic book characters. Yeah. The Rock being one of them. Yeah. He, will, he will be close to as big as Black Adam and still. Not quite as big. Yeah, but he's perfect for it. They might yeah. even have to downsize him a little bit just to compare yeah. with anybody else, whoever else they choose, because they're both on not normal, like the pretty much the same level. See, I know Henry Cavill is fucking ripped too, but I don't yeah. know how big. He, you know what I mean? Because Tom Cruise looks really big in movies, but apparently he's really short. It's the same thing as uh, Ben Affleck. He's there's no way Ben Affleck is as ripped as that Batman shoes shows him to be. It's that that suit's well, got to be so is, thick. The suit is also, I mean, even Batman's regular suit would be that thick. Like right. Batman's buff and everything, yeah, but the suit always makes him look more so. Right. Because it's not just a simple shirt. It's fucking like layers or whatever, so it's going to look like that. He looked, Obviously, anybody put it on is going to look more bulky. Right. But all right, we got uh, Kevin Smith announced that he will be directing a second episode of Supergirl in this season, which we just watched the one he directed this episode. Yes. I don't. It was an okay episode all around. But yeah, it wasn't overly. It wasn't like oh, so Kevin Smithy. Like, yeah. Now the Flash episode one was dude. That episode was yeah, fantastic. The but, first one, huh. even he, the second one was. I mean, it was great too. He also claims that he has put in a request to direct one of the episodes in the 2017 DC TV crossover event. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, he said he wants to do all of them, but even if he gets one, he said he wants a piece of that. Yeah. So, a Supergirl Flash musical crossover has been titled Duet and will feature singing performances from uh, Supergirl herself, The Flash, Joe West, Cisco, and also the Music Meister has been cast, and it is not Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, I wish it was, man. Which fucking blows. But it is another Glee alumni, Chris Darrison. So, I I, I mean, I if he's from Glee, he's probably going to sound great, but yeah. that, yeah, that shit like- was crazy. I just showed Lane the other day the clip from Music Meister from Brave and the Bold. Yeah. Totally, Neil Patrick Harris. You can totally tell. Oh, oh, yeah, of course you can tell, but it's just amazing. Oh, like, it's it, fantastic. I can't wait to see that on The Flash and see what they're going to do with it. It was pretty interesting. Because I don't know if we've talked about it, but what was it? The, the actors that play Supergirl and uh, Grant Gustin are um, also Glee from Glee. Glee. Now, yeah. we know Joe can sing based on the Earth 2 doppelganger. We well, yeah, he was also from Rent. I don't know what that is. That's a musical, old musical. Uh. You remember uh, 925,600 minutes? You ever heard that song? Mm-mm. It's really fucking popular. I can't believe you haven't heard it. <laughs> I've never heard that. Eh, whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, and I don't know. Cisco? Is Cisco from Glee? Cisco, no. That's but it. apparently Cisco uh, and Stephen Amell and Robbie Amell and all of them motherfuckers from them shows can all sing. Of course they can. And win. Why wouldn't it's fucking Stephen Amell not be able to sing. Though. Of course, he's a man of all. He's a jack of all trades, and Wynn too. Wynn can sing, and a pro, I'm, I believe David Harewood like can a sing. Fucking mastodon too, huh? I bet he's hung like a fucking mastodon. Who Wynn? No, Stephen Amell. Oh, oh, probably. Like, there's nothing wrong with this man. It's unfair. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, we got a Jared Leto news. Uh, Jared Leto took to Instagram and Snapchat this past week and posted some interesting photos. The Killing Joke comic book, a purple engagement ring box with a diamond-encrusted animal tooth or something inside it. He also released no context with these photos. Returning a Batman or Gotham City Sirens. 
Dude, if they made a live action killing joke, hell yeah, dude. He, I think crazy. he'd be perfect for that role. Hell yeah, man. I just don't know what these pictures mean. Like they posted them, no nothing. If like, he's posting a killing joke comic book, and that, and that, if I'm the way I'm perceiving it is that they're in talks of making that movie with him. Oh man, that that's how I'm seeing that. That would that be crazy. Awesome. Yeah, that would be insane. But so moving on to actually, man, I think he could be in Gotham City Sirens. That's the next. That's the next thing. Mm-hmm. They're working on that's by David Ayers from Suicide Squad. He's doing that. We'll talk about that here down in a little bit. But so Injustice Two, they released a full on story trailer this past week, and it is fucking dope. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> I can't wait to play this fucking. They've game. unveiled a ton of info about this game, and Brainiac will be the main antagonist. Darkseid will be available to play with, but only for people who pre-order it. So go and pre-order that shit. I did. Lane's going to. Yeah, because you'll regret not being able to play with Darkseid. Yeah, pl- I, I, it's just going to be crazy. I want to be able to play with Darkseid. And I, the, the, the whole trailer just looks fucking phenomenal. Like, yeah. I I cannot wait to play this game. And we're going to Twitch that shit out for everybody. We're going to give our thoughts on it as we play it. Yes. All right. Uh, Rick Cosnett, a.k.a. Eddie Thon, has stated that he will return to The Flash this season. A fan had said that he saw a huge spoiler for Rick on IMDb for the character he would be portraying, but it has since been removed. Huh. So, who the fuck knows? I wonder if he's Savitar. What? Wouldn't that be some shit? Yeah, but Savitar was supposed to be the first speedster. And he thought wasn't even born yet. I know. Who the fuck knows? But with time jumping, you never know. Yeah. All right, so the showrunner for Gotham has come right out and said that Doctor Har- that we could get Dr. Harleen Quinzel as early as the season three finale. And he's also said that season four is crazy. Dude. If they can bring in Harley Quinn with the absolutely amazing fucking acting that he did to be Joker. Cameron Monaghan? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I can't. Uh, that would be something else, man. <laughs> yeah. To see that. Uh, to see a real Joker and a real Harley. Gotham, dude, Gotham is going to become some. some uh, not that it's not already awesome, but it's going to become insanely awesome. Yes. Like, even the last two episodes alone. Uh, oh, my God. Do we, we have a spot to talk about this? Yes, we're going to talk okay, about it. Okay, well, we're talking about it. David Ayer, director of Suicide Squad, has come out about some regrets he now has about the movie. He said he wishes he had made Joker the main antagonist. He wishes he could go back in time and give the story more thought. And there is no secret Joker cut out of the film hiding somewhere. Oh. Yeah. There is no secret Joker cut of the film hiding somewhere. Basically, he was just saying that... Yeah. You know, he knows that it, he knows that people think it sucks and that he's sorry... <laughs> But he apparently he only wrote he wrote that whole movie in six weeks. That's it was that I mean we could tell it was rushed. You could tell. Oh, it absolutely. Was it was just they spent more on the special effects and the action and all that shit than anything else. Right. So this next thing is a little bit uh, future spoilery for uh, Legends of Tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, but two weeks ago on the show, we talked about the Black Flash making his way into the Arrowverse and the possibility of a multiple show appearances across the board. Well, this past week, it has been confirmed that he will first appear on Legends of Tomorrow. I don't know about you, but this smells like bad news for Thawne. Yeah, because if he keeps... Because that's the whole purpose of him. Yeah, he's a, he's a Grim Reaper for speedsters. Like, yeah. I mean, I, who the fuck else is he going to kill? I would love to see that. I, I, I bet we're going to. Hell yes, dude. <laughs> Uh, Robin Lord Taylor, a.k.a. Penguin, from Fox's Gotham, has invited Kevin Smith to direct an episode. Why does he have say? I have no idea. So, fingers crossed. Fuck yeah. And this, is, we... a, this is a picture of the tweet. 
Yeah, uh, Robin Lord Taylor, bring it on at that Kevin Smith. We should lo- we would love to see you in Gotham. Maybe he has some kind of like uh, executive producer abilities. I'm Maybe. not really sure. I know Ben McKenzie does. He plays Jim Gordon. So, all right. So over to Marvel. Uh, first things first. Doctor Strange Blu-ray and DVD release February twenty eighth, twenty seventeen. I can't wait to watch that again. Oh, me too, dude. It's such a such a beautiful film. We're not waiting as long as we did to watch Suicide Squad. And Hell Morgan. no. We haven't even watched Civil War again. I know. That's what I mean. We're not waiting that long. For <laughs> no, I want to watch it the fucking day I get it. All right, we got a new trailer for Logan. Shows times 23 in action. X-23. X-23, yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> and that shit is dope. As you can see in this looping video above, that she's fucking awesome. And it's also officially been rated R. Yeah, yeah, been rated R. I was going to say that, but you talked. Sorry. But, uh... Yeah, because he says fuck in the trailer or something. And there's like a trailer. He says oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so does uh, Xavier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's funny, dude. I'll laugh my ass off. He looks so old in this movie. I know. Man. Oh, it's crazy. All right, so Black Panther officially began production, and the new synopsis has been released for the film. So Black Panther follows T'Challa, who, after the events of Captain America Civil War, returns home to the isolated, technologically advanced African nation of Wakanda. To take his place as king. However, when an old enemy reappears on the radar, T'Challa's medal as king. Is that right? Metal? I think so. Whatever. Mantle? Mantle? I don't know. Mantle as king in, uh, in Black Panther is tested when he is drawn into a conflict that puts the entire fate of Wakanda and the world at risk. I believe the person playing the villain is black dude from... Fantastic Four. Ah, interesting. And uh, and that new Rocky film. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it right now. The Rocky film? Yeah, the new one. It no, it's not Rocky. It was uh, Creed. Creed. That guy. All right. X-Men television series has officially been announced. The, X-Men, the X-Men TV series pilot will be directed by Brian Singer. Singer is has directed four X-Men movies for 20th Century Fox. Singer was already attached to the project as an executive producer. His resume includes directing X-Men, X-Men 2, X-Men United, Days of Future Past, and X-Men Apocalypse. So I guess if you show up with resumes to, f- to be a director of an X-Men series, you don't get much better of a resume than that. Right. His TV credits include work on Battle Creek, House, and Mockingbird Lane. The only reason I think they wouldn't say they wouldn't choose him is because he's already done all that, and they don't want that. They don't want the same feel yeah. from the movies into the show. I mean, the X-Men movies aren't really highly regarded... Uh, I know, I know that Apocalypse gets an uh, incredible amount of flack. Yeah, like it is not people do not like that movie. I liked it. It was badass. I thought it, it, might, was it awesome. might have been very inaccurate, but it was still cool. Yeah, like it's not like we don't we don't sit back and learn a, a whole lot about Marvel in general, but X Men specifically. Like, right? I don't know a lot about X Men, but still, I like the movies. And see, but and they're now saying that Logan takes place in a completely different universe. That's weird. Yeah, you like it, it's not canon at all. That's interesting. So I have no idea. I don't know if that's just a rumor or what, but that's what they're saying. All right. Well, it says, having Singer's name attached to the X-Men TV pilot should drum up some buzz, prestige, and attention for the new project. The new X-Men TV show is created by Burn Notice's Matt Nix, who is reportedly a longtime X-Men fan. This series will follow two human parents who discover their child has mutant powers and are forced to go on the run from a hostile government. The family discovers an underground network of mutants who help them in their fight and struggle to survive. Picked up two series, the next project will join Legion as the second X-Men franchise project on television. The next project replaced Hellfire, a previously announced X-Men TV project that failed to get off the ground. 
So hell you yeah. gotta watch Legion too. That's yeah, it hasn't even badass. started yet. All right, so over to Star Wars Universe. This is some big news came out this week for Star Wars fans. Um Star Wars episode eight will now be titled or is titled The Last Jedi. The official name came from Disney and Lucasfilm on Monday, January twenty third of this year and has led to so so many speculations. For example, is Jedi plural? Is it singular? Does it mean death because of the red logo? What are we what are we talking about here? Right. There's a lot of things going on. I had I, I had it slated so we can specifically talk about this later, but it's pretty much all there is to say. Like Yeah, I think it's gonna be I think it's a plural thing, like the last of the Jedi. Like Yeah. The last Jedi. Because Jedi yeah. Jedi plural is Jedi, so it's it's an easy play. They could easily fuck be fucking. It's fucking with us. That's what it's doing. Like, right. Plus, with that and them s- straight up calling Luke out as the last Jedi in the opening crawl of the Force Awakens, it's making people think that it is just singular. They're just specifically talking about Luke. But and they're even taking context from Mark Hamill in an interview about that name that said where he's like, "Oh, I think it's very straightforward. Uh, it's very Last Samurai type deal." and it's very minimalistic and, and, and all this stuff. And they're taking that context and being like, oh, it's totally about Luke. Like, blah, blah, blah. It could but mean like, Rey, right? Because if technically if he trains Rey and she becomes a Jedi, then she'll be a Jedi too. Yeah. He couldn't be the last Jedi. I mean, it could spell the death of Luke. Yeah. Like, could be anything. So who, who the hell knows? Yeah, we'll see. Um, I guess we got a, a petition for the Old Republic Netflix series has gained some headway on change.org. It, is, it now has over 175,000 signatures now that the Old Republic has been deemed canon to the universe. But so, yeah. yeah, I guess that the TV show Rebels mm. made the Old Republic canon. Oh. So now people want this as a Netflix series. Now they had like a, uh, it was like a 3D animated lot, like trailer. Right. But it was fucking gorgeous. Like, I was like, this is beautiful. What didn't have any weird animation, just looked like Beowulf, pretty much. Like, huh. like legitimate 3D animation. I was like, fuck yeah. Like, just, it was like mo- all motion capture type stuff. If that's so, how the show would be, then fucking, I'll watch that. Oh my God, dude, it looked amazing. And it did, like, lightsabers like crazy, because that's what the old Republic was, man. Like, that's yeah. all they did was, that's well, when that's the Jedi the were at their biggest, yeah. like, all over the fucking place. So the next thing we have here is Rogue One has officially crossed $1 billion worldwide. So who the fuck would have thought? <laughs> I mean, I, I a lot of people didn't. I didn't think that it would quite reach a billion dollars, but surprise, surprise. Here we are. I'm saying it was a Star Wars movie we never knew we needed. True. Artist Robert Shane sent some fan art to Greg Nicotero of a Vader slash Negan crossover, and it is dope as hell. Yeah, so we have this picture of Vader here. Yeah, and there's two rebels in front of him. He has a baseball bat with barbed wire and a red scarf. Pretty much everything else is Vader. And all the stormtroopers are behind him. (laughs) It's pretty cool. If you haven't checked it out, just check. go to Greg Nicotero's Instagram page. He posted it the other day. And the last thing in Star Wars news... Oh, I'm sorry. There's one more thing after this. So, So Woody Harrelson has been cast in the young Han Solo film for 2018. And he has been confirmed to be playing Garrus Shrike. A mentor to Han Solo in his young days before he becomes a smuggler. Hell yeah. So this is going to be an interesting movie. I like Woody Harrelson. I think he'll be fine. Uh, so from what I know about this Garrus Shrike fella, he is friend also friends with a Wookiee. Huh. Not Chewbacca. Some woman Wookiee. I wonder if he hits that. <laughs> I don't know. 
He has her going. I was hoping that maybe it would be like Chewbacca's mom, and that we're gonna see like baby Chewbacca in this movie, and everybody's gonna like lose their mind. Wouldn't that be crazy? No. We got a Rogue One prequel novel is coming, following the stories of Churrut and Baze Malbus, the two Chinese guys, right? Yes. So that'll be awesome. Right. We're gonna get. We have nothing about Pokemon. Uh, we're gonna get into Harry Potter news. So some sad news hit us this week. I didn't even if I didn't wasn't paying attention, wouldn't have realized. But um, I guess we got to say rest in peace to Ollivander, the beloved British actor and Oscar nominee and knight Sir John Hurt has passed away at the age of 77. Hurt had been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and in June 2015 through the uh, though the official cause of death is yet to be reported. Best known for his role in The Elephant Man, which I've never seen. He's also known to younger fans for his role as Ollivander, the one maker from the Harry Potter films. He's also recently starred in an episode of the British sci-fi series Doctor Who, finally becoming one of the many actors to take up that mantle. It's a sad day. He, I think I loved him as Ollivander. Hell yeah. He did a great job. All right, we got Fantastic Beasts, Blu-ray and DVD release March 27th this year. It's so almost a whole month later uh, from Doctor Strange, and they were released like a one week apart. I can't wait to watch that again, too. Oh, dude, I can't. No, I know. Eleven deleted scenes. Eleven? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I know what I'm doing that day. All right, so the last bit of news here in our In Other News section. For the fans that care, all right, Stranger Things Season 2, July of this year, and Seven Deadly Sins, this February. Month, February, yeah. Fuck yeah, I can't wait, dude. Oh, I know. I can't wait either for both of those. But beyond excited for Stranger Things season two, I can't even. I can't even tell you. More excited than Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, equal. Maybe uh, it's got to be equal. I cannot wait for both of those. <laughs> Actress Millie Bobby Brown, star of the Netflix drama Stranger Things, who is eleven, has been cast in the next Godzilla film, King of Monsters. All right. So that'll be pretty interesting. Breakout, breakout star. She was fucking amazing in Stranger Things. So, uh, new rumor that a trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean 5 will p- be premiering during the Super Bowl. Of course, we'll be working. Yeah. But, uh, whatever. I probably wouldn't watch the Super Bowl anyway, so we'll get the trailer the next yeah. day. All right. And the uh, I-, I slated this for the last bit of news for the day, but let's discuss that Power Rangers movie trailer briefly. Yes. <laughs> that trailer looked dope. It does look dope. Brian Cranston as Zordon is badass. I just love, me and Nate were talking, I just love how he does absolutely nothing to change his voice at all. No, like, no. it's, it's, but it's so, it's fine. It made me laugh. Like, I was, I was like, oh, that's Brian Cranston. Like, it, it, just so noticeably him, and it's just perfect. I'm okay with it. Cracks me up. And I liked Alpha. Yeah, I didn't mind him. People were, there was like, he's going to be stupid or whatever, but I think he looks cool as shit. Yeah, I think he looks all right. He doesn't look so far off of the original that it's not. He's he a little, little shorter. Different. Yeah, but it's not so much. No, it's not like he looks like R two D two. You know what I mean? He looks like pretty much like just a. a you know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking. The only thing Goldar looks really weird to me still. I mean, see, I like him. We don't know what Goldar looks like in regular size though. True. We only see Goldar in his in his enlarged form. And from but what that, I've seen oh, in Power Rangers, that Megazord though, dude. Yeah. Wow. But like in the Power Rangers and in the show and stuff. Things always kind of changed the way they looked a little bit when they grew big. Sometimes they didn't, sometimes they did. Hopefully Goldar looks more or less like Goldar, but him getting that big or whatever is just transforms him. Right. Now Theo was telling me about this new the new canon about what they're doing. So like the way I see it, it, it makes perfect sense to me 
like Power Rangers for years, even after Mighty Morphin was on TV, would branch off into new Power Rangers stories. Yeah. Sometimes the story would carry over. You know what I mean? Like other, like uh, Tommy Oliver was right. the like a Red Ranger. He was many different Rangers for for a long time. So like we're now being told that Zordon was the previous Red Ranger, and that Rita Repulsa was the previous Green Ranger. And that they never saw eye to eye, and that is why why they are currently enemies. And that's how she can create a Green Ranger. That is how, yes, and that explains her new type of armor. How it's sort of like rangery, rangery, and, and green and, and interesting. I can't wait, man. Yeah, this movie is going to be something. It's the first man. movie, I, movie I, of the year, right? Yes. No, oh, Logan. Logan's first. Logan's first. Either way, I can't wait for that either. Yeah, both both of them are the same month. But all right, well, I've got nothing else. For news. Nope, yeah. That was gonna, plenty. We're going to shoot right into Supergirl. Yes, sir. Supergirl, having returned from Earth-1, has become extremely bored in dealing with small and petty crimes. When a case comes across, Kara turns out to be more than a missing persons case. So she, she pretty much is being bored. You know, she's stopping, like, robberies and stuff like that. But to Supergirl, I always said that, too. Like, if, like, if Goku wouldn't, went and just stopped robberies, like, yeah, it'd be so pointless. strong that it, like, what, you know, it's, it's almost like going and rescuing ants. From, yeah, from pretty much. On or something. Like, not saying that people are ants to them, but... Um, when meeting at the bar with Maggie Sawyer, she runs into Mon L, who happens to be the new bartender. Following the lead she got from Wynn, her Mon, her and Mon L take on the task. Now they just find the lead to where, because these girls, there was a missing people person's case. This girl came to them, to the news, because they've been annoying her pretty well. She's just a runaway, etc. But there's been a bunch of missing people in in the last few weeks. So right, and then they ask, so they ask Wynn to. Yeah, because according to the police, there's been no connection whatsoever to these people. Right. So they, they can't think of it as uh, murder, because right. usually serial killers have mo- like patterns, but they yeah. can't find it. Yeah, or, so, that, or, so that's when to do or it. And... kidnapping, because they, they weren't asking for anything. Right. And when finds out that they, you know, they, all have got, they all got blood work, or were scheduled to have blood work, right before they were missing. Yes, at this doctor's office. Right. So Mon-El and Supergirl go on to the doctor's office and leave Alex behind because she's been seeming really happy and super like, just enjoy your happiness. We'll go take care of this. Or right. Like. And uh, they find themselves in a doctor's office who takes them to the back and it is revealed that he's been putting the missing millennials into a portal to another planet. I keep writing, I, I wrote millennials in this because that's how he referred to them. Right, yeah, yeah. Because they, they're just younger. He's like, oh, you're too handsome. Because like, they wanted millennials because of the str- they're stronger for 
Right. It lasts longer, I guess, or whatever. Chasing the Doctor through the portal to end up on a planet with a red sun, Maldoria. So, of course, it'd be the one planet that has a red sun. Supergirl's powers are completely... Monel's too. Yeah, she told Monel's to be behind, but he's decided, I'm going to come anyway. With, and then now they're both there, powerless. Regular, as, might as well be regular humans. Right. They come across a friendly outlander alien named Joe, who spoke English. He gives them an idea of how to get into the castle by turning themselves in. So, like, Supergirl pretty much came up with the idea, but talking to him, they came up with this, because there's right. not really any way in. She goes, well, there's one way. So, like, they turn themselves in. They soon find out that this whole thing is being orchestrated by Roulette. So, somehow, Roulette contacted some fucking alien on Earth already and decided to do this human trafficking across the universe. <laughs> she fucking would. She's crazy. Um, back on Earth, Alex begins, Alex begins Maggie aside. She begins pushing Maggie aside. Mm. Because she believes that th- that bad things are happening because of her newfound happiness. So that it was like the guilt because when they couldn't find Supergirl, she's like, well, she told me to stay behind because I was just happy and I just enjoyed my happiness. And now she's blaming her happiness because she feels normally she would have gone anyway. She would have right. gone coming. Like. So, of course, she's going to punish herself. And then uh, she then proceeds to take a team to go look for Supergirl because Gwen knows where they went. So, Fair enough. Um, it's all you. So, following previously getting beaten up on a mission with Guardian, Wynn has become very frightened, but Alex insists that he come up with or come with them to the planet. Supergirl and the group of missing millennials wind up fighting their way out. Did I skip something? No. Yeah, so they end up fighting their way out after Supergirl displays some true heroism and taking the beatings from the guards. Like she's like they're like shocking the shit out of her with these like Right. What's what the hell cat, like cattle prod cattle, type yeah. deals. So like um See, but it just this just proves that you don't have to have superpowers to be heroic. And she, I think that's what she was point. That's what made Monel re- realize towards the end. Yeah, she even, was even not having powers. Insane resistance, yeah. like. So as they fight their way out, Team DEO fights their way in without Martian Manhunter because he, of course, couldn't breathe the atmosphere of Maldoria. Yeah, like of course, how convenient! Just a random portal for both fucking Supergirl and the Martian Manhunter. Right. Not all red sun planets are, but this one is. <laughs> yeah, there's one specific. He's <laughs> like, I'd go with you, but I can't breathe on that planet. Like, Fucking course you can. <laughs> Motherfucker. So they find Supergirl, Monel, and the missing persons, and begin the extraction. A Dominator, which I was like, holy oh, shit. Like, holy shit, look at the Dominator. I'm like, what? <laughs> he stops. He stops another alien from shooting Monel. He's basically just like, no, you can't. And don't kill that Shoot one. that. And then they live. bow to him, which is like, yeah, what the weird. fuck? Like. Very interesting, which brings so much more to question about the aliens that are searching for him. If you guys don't remember last episode, there's aliens, so that's how it ended. Like, yeah. like we must go find Monel or whatever. Yeah, but it's been so long, people probably forgot because I don't think they showed that in the last time. I don't know if I did or not. I, I can't know. remember. Um, so as they're escaping, Izzy, who is played by Harley Quinn Smith, and Izzy's the one that Supergirl was going to look forward to begin with. Right. Uh, she is uh, captured by one of the aliens, and a spaceship has arrived. Oh no! Everyone's dead. Or so they think. <laughs> Until Alex throws out a fucking sun grenade, which I was like, what the fuck? That's badass. That is ingenious. That is genius. I wonder if, it, I don't know how feasible that is, but sure. But hell yeah. But it restores Kara's powers, and e- she easily rescues Izzy and destroys the spaceship. And safely returns back to Earth with Joe the alien, which they promised. And he's kind of like, can I come on, come on? He's like, sure. He's like so awkward. And just, yeah, he's, so very, he's very strange. I liked him. I hope um, we see him again. So with a little bit of rock collecting and some self-reassurance, Wynn decides to stay with the Guardian. 
with his renewed vigor. Yeah, and we mean that because like uh, he was scared, and I, I totally called it. I was like, because they left him behind to work on the portal. He sure did. And I was like, he's gonna have to defend himself, and he's gonna be all confident now. Like, yeah, that's just the way it goes, and that's what happened. <laughs> so the two aliens arrive to Maldoria. There's there's these two aliens that show up, talk to that doctor, and they are told that Monel is on Earth. So mm-hmm. they're going they're going to go after him on Earth. So I bet that's you that's crazy. what the next episode is going to be like. So a couple of key points here that we that we pick up. I can't up. wait to see what before I say I can't wait to see if when what Wynn does with those space rocks. I hope he does some crazy oh, shit. He does shit crazy already. That shield thing is fucking dope. Hell yeah! Like in the beginning, he was fighting Guardian was fighting that dude, and all of a sudden he just goes do 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 do. I'm like holy. Yeah, it was it fucking cool. Dope as shit and so real. So a couple of points. Uh, at the very beginning of the episode, it opens up with Supergirl like chasing after a bank robbers and they're shooting like missiles at her. Like rockets, just rockets. Yeah, like rocket launcher. And she like gets taken down by them, and like yeah, things like, like that is back, not that is very far fetched. I'm sure she would just be able to hit that out of the way, like. And I agree. Yeah, it was ludicrous. So Guardian's pretty dope. Yeah, Guardian was dope. Uh, Wind gets saved. In which these are just like at random notes that I was just taking. So like the Alex not, is the afterglow. Alex is in the afterglow of her of her mm. new relationship, like the honeymoon phase, I guess you want to call it. But some of this stuff is oh, just Paris City. Paris like, City. Like, yeah, yeah dude, go that to Paris was... City. She goes, it's just Paris. <laughs> it's Paris. <laughs> uh, I put Red Sun. Oh, fuck. Because, I mean, that's crazy. First time we saw that. Do-do-do, I think that's it. Transmatter Portal was the name of that thing. Yeah. Dominator. The Dominator bought all the slaves. He, like, walked in and was like. Take like, them all. Yeah. It was ridiculous. See, but then they have to be. Even if they bought car, uh, Supergirl as a slave. The second they took her somewhere around a blue or yellow sun, they'd be all fucked. Oh, dude, if that would have been a blue sun, man, that would have been the greatest episode ever. She'd be like, Rrr. oh, yeah, no way. No way. Milky Way. Yeah, he's like, you were on another planet without me? And he's like, no way. He goes, Milky Way. <laughs> I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? That's pretty cheesy, but it was pretty funny. Yeah, and that sun grenade again, ingenious. Oh, oh dude. Because I think Marshall Manhunter did it because he says, he goes, I decided to, I, said, I couldn't come, but I decided to send a little sunlight with you. Like, oh, oh my God, man. That's so fucking cool. Very interesting. Not what I was expecting.
So, over to The Flash, Season 3, Episode 10, Borrowing Problems from the Future. This episode was directed by Millicent Shelton. So, waking up at their new home, Barry is having nightmares about Iris dying. Although we we know that, Iris does not know that. Yes. Barry gets a call about a fire. When we get and we get to see Kid Flash in costume working with the Flash. That was dope. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, it was fucking awesome. H.R. Uh, Wells, still with the prospect of opening up Star Labs as a museum, is really trying to get things done, with no help from the others. Yeah, everybody seems to be like, nah. Yeah, stupid. they're like, <laughs> like you are. You're, I like we have HR. more important things. I do too, man. I like him. He's fucking dope. So he plans on having an opening night party for this whole this whole excursion. He's like making it. Dude, that fucking first. Uh, hologram of Cisco was hysterical. Yeah, it was funny. It was so funny. It wouldn't even sound like it was that. Science. <laughs> uh, Caitlin is still having an underlying concern of turning into Killer Frost. Like she's like really worried that she's gonna like wake up as her because of the the bracelets, yeah. the dampener yeah. is like going out. Because it's inconvenient like for her to charge him. Yeah. What do I want to do? Be sleep. in the wall like a fucking machine? I'm like, it's either that or you become Killer Frost. I would do it. I'd shove it up my asshole if I had to. Yeah. Or I would just become Killer Frost, honestly, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, this isn't DC Universe Online, Liam. We can't just choose. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, she ends up seeking help from Julian with hopes that he will get rid of her powers. He doesn't seem interested at all. No, he's pissed. Of course. Well, he says because it, it remind, him seeing her reminded him of the fact that he was kidnapped by her. No, and used as alchemy. Yeah, what he said he goes. It's like seeing you again brings it all back to me, and it sucks. Cause right. He he acts like he's he's okay with it. He goes. He acts like it's not bothering him, but it does bother him because he's like, what about this guy? He has like pictures of these people that he wasn't responsible for killing or whatever. Right. So it's bothering him. So receiving a call about a jewelry heist, Barry confronts Plunder, giving him a flash forward of a news report that he saw in the future. And we call it a flash forward because it was kind of a flashback, but he saw it in the future. It's so. a flashback to a flash forward that. Barry involuntarily yep. had. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, let's see here. Totally lost my. Oh, all right. So a flash forward of a news report about Plunder's arrest in the future. Barry's mind being elsewhere allows Plunder to land a shot on him, and he escapes. So by this we mean that like he shoots like a bunch of heat-seeking missiles at him. While let's see, while talking about what to do next with Plunder, Caitlin gets a text and leaves on some errands. She ends up going. And talking to Julian, who's had a change of heart. Caitlin lets slip that maybe he could join and become part of Team Flash. When Barry decides to go after Plunder again, he makes Wally stay behind. Plunder gets some crazy weaponry that yeah, Barry the is having a hard time is, facing. We, like, the fact that they're not even telling us where he got it from is driving me crazy, dude. Like, how, oh, yeah. How does he have this? His weapons are fucking insane. Yeah, they have to be alien or something, man. So Wally comes to his rescue after... Once again, being disoriented from the fla- from his flash for or after Barry once again being disoriented from his flash forwards, and not being too sure if he should arrest Plunder or not, because he believes changing the future will also change Iris's not dying. So. Right. Barry decides to tell Iris the truth about the future and and her and her death. They together tell the team, aside from Joe, and Cisco and Barry vibe themselves into the future. One. Oh. Actually, yeah, you can go ahead. It's all right there. It's Cisco. Cisco and Barry vibe into the future to gather intel on the future because they want to see, you know, they got to see it and they want to see if they can get any clues, which is going to be hard because to find clues that are, haven't happened yet, like they're going to yeah. go look for like news articles, but you're not going to know what's going to happen unless it's happening. Like, right. I mean, some of them they can change. Like we're going to get to that, but uh, 
Um, they, on future news headlines, where they once again witness the death of Iris, with one difference. H.R. Wells is on top of a building with a gun, meaning the future can be changed. Because when he first went there, now maybe he just didn't notice him. Right. Because it was new to him. And this time he was looking around. You know, It seems far fetched. You know, I, he probably, even if he was there the first time, he wouldn't have noticed because he wasn't looking at that. He was watching Iris die. Right. This time he was there for other purposes to find shit. So, I don't know. Um, having listed all the headlines, they now know what they had to do to change them, believing if they can change one, they can change them all. The first thing they do is go after Plunder, Barry allowing Wally to come along this time. After a far-fetched chase scene, Barry allows Wally to be one, the one who arrests him. Now, the Flash could catch a motorcycle in an instant. Yeah, that... It's almost like... That, they had to really have fucking obviously. weird. If they made Supergirl and all them as powerful as they could be, like arresting humans, it would be done. It would be done. There would be no show. Flash would just... He would be... He, your motorcycle would be stopped working before you could even... Yeah, that process. man, that was so fucking weird, and I, I I wasn't truthfully I wasn't really thinking about it until you said something, and then like I couldn't stop thinking about like why the fuck are they having such a hard time catching this motherfucking motorcycle? Yeah, like, it's like Supergirl flying after a van shooting rockets at her. For one thing, the rockets would just hit her and nothing would happen. For a second thing, she could fucking catch that van and fucking like she's almost she's not as fast as Flash, but oh yeah yeah, fast but she's definitely faster faster than a fucking van. Yeah, by by a lot. I agree. I agree. I think it's a little bit of little bit of plot holes they're doing, especially when you got fucking Wally and Barry going after a fucking motorcycle. Like, yeah, really, man? Like, that should not have been a chase scene. No, not at all. So I agree. It is beyond far fetched. But um, then he has Barry. He has Wally arrest him, so it doesn't say because it'll say Kid Flash arrested Plunder instead of the the, the headline that they saw was Plunder Fla- arrested yeah. by Flash. Um, so the headline will be different. Succeeding on that, they have all renewed confidence, and they go have a housewarming party for Barry and Iris. So, like, they, they, they changed one, so that just makes them think, well, if one can be done, then they all can. Right. So they have very... Their, their confidence has rose pretty good. Um, another thing on the list was Killer Frost at Large and Star Labs Museum closes. Those are two of the things on the... Headlines. On the headlines. After the failed opening party, Cisco decides to step in by getting a large group and fixing the technology. Now, we're not talking about the housewarming party. I know that kind of seems confusing, but they, they just had a housewarming party. They invited Julian over. They told Julian he could be part of the group now. <laughs> On our Earth, we give reptiles. Yeah, he just gave him a turtle. He goes, Mark Turtle. H.R. Wells is so strange, but I love, it. I love him so much. Oh, my God, man. I, I hope he's on it forever. He's, he's one of my favorite people. But, uh... Yeah, but this is the, they had a Star Labs party, you know, for the opening on museum night, but like nobody showed up. Like, right, it was a bust, and I, I felt really bad for HR at this point. Man. I, I did too. But uh, Cisco decided he goes, you know what? He he fixed the hologram, dude. The hologram wasn't flickering. It sound it was fucking awesome. It was beautiful. And now they open it, and it was huge. He found a school. He talked to the principal, said that he would give them deals, uh, half off or something like that. And yeah, brought all these kids in to tell their parents, etc. Um. Julian and Cisco give Caitlin an alternate alternative to the bracelet. They work on it together. It's a snowflake necklace pendant thing. Yeah. But I think it's kind of fucked up to make it a snowflake because the one thing she wants is to not produce snow. <laughs> but they're going to give her the That's the first thing I noticed. I'd I make like, it like a oh. flame. Make it a flame or something. Something opposite. Like, or just a circle. Why does it have to be a snowflake? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, Maybe because maybe her last name is Snow. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know. So that, that leads, you know, Killer Frost still at large was on the news. And so, I mean, I think it was a four months, he said. It was four months. Four months, yeah. 
And May says, 23rd, 2017. And it says Star Labs Museum closes, which I think Cisco kind of is going to make this headline be real because the Star Labs Museum has to be open for it to be closed. Right. And he's the one that caused it to actually become open. It's going to now be a thing probably because of what he did. Right. After that, now, Julian and Cisco gave her the bracelet, no, a necklace, a solar-charged snowflake necklace, and Julian officially joins Team Flash. After a seemingly happy ending, we see a woman coming through a breach with a hologram of H.R. Wells, like a hit list thing. It just, it just it was in her hand, and it just popped up, and it was his head. Right. Like, oh, fucking, of course. Like, Which, now we know who that is, but I don't think we should say it on here if you guys don't know. Yeah. There's a trailer for the episode tomorrow. You'll find out tomorrow. That's going to be. So, some more some more key points here. Uh, the Flash, Kid Flash team up. Fuck pretty yeah. Dope. Uh, These are three more news headlines. Yep. A gorilla attack, which I know is coming. Which is going to be Grodd, obviously. Yep. Uh, Music Meister, which we talked about briefly. And Joe West honored at City Hall. So I bet something's going to happen there. Yeah. Them changing all this other shit is going to cause this fucking thing to go bad. I don't know. Something's going to happen. I'm so excited for that Music Meister episode, man. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right. Now that's all of Flash. We're going to get into Legends of Tomorrow. Season 2, Episode 9, Raiders of the Lost Art. Yeah. Directed by Dermot Downs. Special guest stars are The Legion of Doom, Matt Lesher, Neil McDonough, John Barrowman. Yeah. Um, this episode, like, there never seems to be a lot to talk about in Legends because it, like, it, all, it all seems like a filler episode all the time. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's a, it doesn't have too much relevance to the main. Like, you, we could say not watch this episode. And still be okay, obviously, except for the Spear Destiny shit. But, yeah, Spear Destiny. But most of it, you know, we didn't need to. See. It's still cool to see. I like it. I just. I mean, this uh, this episode could have just been like, uh, Rip Hunter has a piece of the Spear Destiny, and that's all you need to know. Like, yeah, it, the, the 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 amount of important information in this episode probably took up five to ten minutes. If that. Yeah, not even, like, because it's almost completely irrelevant that he's a movie director. Like, I mean, it's still cool. It was interesting seeing George Lucas, like. That um, was so funny, man. But the whole point of this episode is that they find out that what happened in the very beginning. Um, it was traveling. just like the movie set, like them. Yeah, they they were just traveling, and all of a sudden, uh, fucking Nate and fucking Ray. Adam, Ray got like started getting dumb. <laughs> it was weird. Like it, all of a sudden, Ray was just like, oh, "What? Like I don't know." What the He's like, "Am I supposed to know what that means?" Huh? It's like, "Wait, I should know what that means." Fuck. Yeah, he was like struggling with his own intelligence. It was interesting. And they're like, uh, Nate was like that thing that uh that uh, uh, uh like they just it was just funny to see them just being it, dumb. Yeah. See, Which but I don't. In my, I have a feeling that's like a plot holy because like if he, they're yeah. being affected to the point to where they don't have that intelligence, they never would have been needed on the ship. Right. I don't know just... the fact that they're on the time ship itself. Like, do they exist out of time? Yeah. Yeah, because Flashboy didn't really fuck with them either. Yeah, it's strange. It's it's weird. It's a, it's an anomaly to me, but... But, uh... 
so yeah, that's pretty much what's happening. The, it the, was cool though, calling them the Legion of Doom though. Like, yeah, we could, like and then fucking the White Canary's like, I'm not calling them that. <laughs> the Legion of Doom. <laughs> yeah, she said it just like that. It was so funny. Uh, <coughs> so the whole point is that uh, Ray Palmer's was Ray Palmer became who he was because of Star Wars, and Nate Haywood became a historian because of Raiders of the Lost Ark, or just Indiana Jones in general, I guess. But yeah, um, so. George Lucas being the primary person who filmed those both. Yeah, because when they went, because Rip Hunter now is a director, he somehow erased his own mind into making himself forget everything. Right, because the Spirit of Destiny life. rewrites reality. Yeah, so he probably used it, and then he just kept it, but he thought it was a prop. And uh, they showed up and fought him, and they were shooting laser guns. Like, it was total Star Wars lasers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, like, George Lucas, Lucas has seen them. I'm like, dude, he's totally going to use that as an uh, influence for his Star Wars movies. <laughs> I was really hoping at the end of the movie we were going to get, like, a weird edited version of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Where Luke Skywalker was going to be like, my name is Captain Rip Hunter. Like, oh, instead okay. of Luke. I don't know. It would have been interesting. But... Um, so that scared him and at the point where he was like I'm not going to do film school anymore so he was leaving and then they ended up realizing they were getting dumb and they went on a crazy ex- experience like they, they ended up getting caught by um, fucking Malcolm and what's the other guy uh, oh uh, 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 Damien Dark Damien Dark and Malcolm <laughs> yeah um they get caught and they throw him in a trash compactor of course and as soon as they the as soon as they fell in the trash I'm like ha huh! I'm like, this is totally from fucking Star Wars. It was so funny. They're like, put something in between and jam it open. Yeah, it was it was so it was so blatantly an Easter egg. And it was, it was funny. funny that George Lucas just so happened to be in there and right. they start. Oh my god, man! It was, it was funny. It was, was hysterical. So he got that. That's going to be an idea for his. You know, he's getting all these ideas from his experience with these people. Of course, he is. And uh, that's so it funny. was genius, though. I mean, that guy did pretty good. He looked just like George Lucas. Yeah, just the younger. Yeah, I mean that. That's that's how George Lucas looked. Though it was perfect. Yeah, and and during all this, Mick is uh, starting to talk to uh, Snart. Not no, not Snart. He's talking, oh yeah, Stein. Stein because about he's, talking to Snart. Yeah. And they decide. They, he's like, I want you to do an X-ray in my head because he's like, he won't admit that he's going crazy. So he sees. They find a chip in his head, but they end up taking it out. And but it was something they put in from when he was Kronos. Yeah. But Stein said that thing was. It hadn't been activated in a long time. So right. I guess he is just becoming crazy or something. Something's happening. But all in all, decent episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. It was a lo- I mean, it was great. Like I said, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily have too much importance to the story except for the fact that they do have a piece of the Spear of Destiny and they now have the amulet. Yes. And I will I will say, at the very beginning of the episode, is really funny. There's two two biker guys try to mug uh, Malcolm Merlin <laughs> and Damien Dark, yeah. and they're... And it was, I was just like, those are the two guys you guys do not want to yeah, fucking Yeah, the last mug. two guys to mug. Yeah, and it was just funny. Like, in the very next scene, they're dead. Like, it was just... It, was, it, like, showed a new, it like, showed them, like, the bikers talking shit to them, and all of a sudden there was a news article of two dead bikers. And I was like, ha! <laughs> just fucking genius. But, and also, at the, at the very end, Reverse Flash shows up. And, dude, he he could literally kill them all. Yeah. Without, in an instant. Okay. Because like all the times he runs and knocks them all down and shit, he could just as easily have a knife and stab everybody in the throat and you know. Yeah, or break all their necks like Zoom yeah. did. Yeah. That dude, was, dude, that was one of the craziest scenes I've ever seen. Fuck yeah, movie. dude! Just as crazy as when he grabbed Flash and was like dragging him around, around the fucking him. city. Oh, fucking right, dude. And then I fucking, miss Zoom. Oh yeah, so Zoom dope. was cool, but I don't know. But whenever fucking Prometheus, not Prometheus, fucking Savitar beats up on Flash is crazy. Mm-hmm. He's just like running through time and fucking. Oh, it's so cool. He's like running through portals. 
And same as when he was beating up uh, Jay Garrett, too. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, oh, it's crazy man. shit, man. I don't forget that fucking face Jay Garrett gives Flash when he's just like, Savitar, he's like, and he's fucking on Earth, Earth One. Instantly. Yeah, he's like, we gotta go, we gotta do this. But uh, yeah, so they they end up taking Rip Hunter. The, well, he doesn't know he's Rip Hunter, but the team so that was annoying. Yeah, he was kind of annoying. He was whiny as shit. But I don't know. I feel that they're gonna be going after Rip Hunter. Yeah, the next episode will probably be something about until he's him. back. Yeah, that shit was funny though with the gun when he like grabs the gun. He's like, think again. <laughs> he's talking with the British accent again. And he couldn't oh, get the gun yeah. to work. He's like, crap. He was an actor. He was acting. Right. All right, so let's move on to Arrow. Season 10, episode, or season 5, episode 10, Who Are You? Directed by Gregory Smith. Special guests. Spoilers. Katie Cassidy. All right. Following the return of Laurel and the rearrest of Diggle, which we saw in the last episode, the team is still dealing with the death of Detective Billy Malone, who Oliver inadvertently killed, which no fault of his own. Yes. Fucking Prometheus is just that good. You know, Set him up. Uh, and being double crossed by Artemis, which is also hurting because you know that, that sucks. Like you, you never want to get double crossed, like especially by somebody you thought was your teammate. Right, which ex- I mean, explains a lot. It explains why she was so apprehensive about Oliver. Yeah. Well, that's why she. I don't think she was a double crosser the whole time. She became a double crosser when she started becoming apprehensive of the Oliver. Right. Um, the team decides to celebrate the return of Laurel, which Laurel in quotations because I, I I I was like, it's not. It can't be. I had those there. She wow. gives an no. It's up there in the first one. She gives awesome. She gives an awesome story. She knows a lot of information somehow that like about. She got me in the time writer, you know, came and, yeah. me and sent me back, and she knew information about other things. And it that, wasn't unfeasible. No, it, it made perfect sense. Like it was like, okay, well, maybe they did do that, right? But how did she get that info? Fuck! How the fuck did she get that information? Like, I don't know if her, does Prometheus know that much? Like, I don't know. What the hell? Do, I don't know. What does he know? I can't, dude. I'm more interested in knowing who he is. Yes. Than anybody. Like, I um, didn't care nearly as bad about who Zoom was. Right. Because, like, that was just a recycled storyline from season one of The Flash. Who's the man in the yellow suit? Who's the man in the yellow suit? You know what I mean? Of course it was fucking Harrison Wells. But, you know what I mean? Zoom was, yeah, like, like, who the fuck is he? Crazy finding out that it was that it was who he was. Right. You know what I mean? Crazy story. No, but but like, I got to know who this is. Oh, man, dude. I... So interested in in who why why does Prometheus know so much? I like the voices they give these bad guys. Like he sounds so badass. Hell yeah, man! Just like Zoom did. Zoom sounded so fucking dope when he talked. Oh, I love it, dude. Yeah, that gave me bloner. <laughs> so, uh, so this whole party was set up by Felicity to steal some DNA from Laurel. Now. Because she doesn't trust her, you know. I I agree with Felicity. It's, it's I thought, totally. I totally thought you said from the party. DNA from the party. From the party. Oh, at from Laurel at the party. Yeah, gotcha. Resulting in her realizing it's Earth Two doppelganger Black Siren. She because it was an exact match, and I don't remember who it was. It was maybe I think it was Ragman. He said, "Does she have?" Like an evil twin. She goes, actually, she kind of does have an evil twin. Yeah, and she was like, oh shit, oh shit. But here's something interesting that I read before I came over here. Um, in one of the iterations of uh, Black Canary, she 
her her husband or boyfriend or whoever it was lance that was her, that was his name the the last name right he died and the grieving black canary moved from earth 2 to earth 1 and became part of the justice league she wasn't evil or anything, but she's also a legitimate metahuman. Right. Instead like the of first Laurel Lance, you know what I mean? Instead of that having necklace, that yeah. that thing. So this, so there's potential here. I mean, it's not incorrect. Well, Oliver says something about it when he says, he goes, I'm going to keep, because they end up arresting her and putting her in Argus instead of, right. so he can have access. I'm just speaking purely for accuracy. Like, no, I know. That's, pe- but people, bitched, people bitched about the other Laurel being gone, you know what I mean? Because, oh, Green Arrow needs to have Laurel Lance, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then uh, I think it was Wendy Miracle. Somebody from the Arrow producers, the vast amount of people who work on the show, said they're trying to be accurate to comic books, which is, uh, you know, i got to say, that that's pretty accurate. It might not be the same story. She might not be joining the Justice League, but it must fucking well be. Like, there's right. enough people involved that... Star City's Justice League might as well be Team Arrow. Like, yeah. Um, we find out that Prometheus broke her out to have her work for him. Uh, Black Siren. Right. She contacts Oliver, making him believe that he she wants his help, but Felicity sees right through this. Now, this was after that they realized she was Black Siren. Black Siren attacked Felicity and them in the cave. She got away, and she calls Oliver again, saying, oh, my God, he's going to kill me if I don't do this, blah, 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 blah. I knew it was a fucking front, obviously. Because she, Prometheus, like, she seemed frightened of him. Right. Um, during this, Oliver recruits DA Adrian Chase to help to represent Diggle, even though it could put his job at risk. Now, this is just a DA going against, like, a colonel. Yeah. Military, you know, did, he's good. He fucking is good, though. Your turn. Uh, having locked up Black Siren, Felicity hatches another plan, planting nanobots in her water uh, to lead them to Prometheus. So... And she like I think she had the light the and the power killed so she would escape. Yes, but she risked her. Dude, she could have easily killed Felicity right there. But. Absolutely, um, which works and leads them to a warehouse. Obviously, yeah, a warehouse. Them to a warehouse yeah. where Oliver fights Prometheus and again, or uh, Oliver fights Prometheus again, and Felicity faces off against Black Siren, who would have, who would have killed, who she would have killed. What? Basically, face off against Black Siren, who would have killed her if it wasn't for Mister Terrific. Yeah, using the portable dampener, rendering her powerless. She is then sent to Argus, so Oliver can continue to try to change her. Yeah, so like it, it wasn't very hard of a. I, this episode was good, but it, nothing was too challenging. No, it was cool though. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. If they're going to try to rehabilitate her, you know what I mean? It would be nice to have Laurel back. See, but I would always have the thing that you couldn't trust her. Like, what if she does turn again? Like, Yeah. I would always be wondering. If something was going wrong within the group, I'd be like, what the fuck? I think her power is much more. She's much more powerful than yeah. the canary, the original Canary girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, in See, a Russia flashback, Oliver... There's, there's been Russia flashbacks this whole time of Oliver just getting beat up and interrogated by yeah, someone who's trying really to double cross to... Constantine Kovar. But uh, he he is magically saved by Talia Al Ghul. Fuck yeah, it was so cool. She's I'm Talia. I'm oh yeah. Uh, yeah, not expecting that at all. Uh, she makes her first appearance, and what seems to be another meta with screaming abilities show up in hub shows up in Hub City. Which now, this is speculation because she said something like she was going to kick their ass. I thought it was Talia for some reason. I did too, but. All of a sudden, like we heard screaming, and then they flew out the window. It could have just been simply somebody was screaming, 
It could have been they like made it look silver banshee's powers too. Like, yeah. but just the way they made it look seemed very like she was using screaming powers. I don't know if they did. I don't know, but, but I don't know. Interesting. I thought it was Talia, but I didn't get a good enough look at Talia and under that cloak. Yeah, I mean to really know if it was her without it on it. It was hard. Yeah, I'm not really sure either. But either way, cool. It's really cool. It's it's weird to me that Oliver has never mentioned Talia Al Ghul. Right. Before. You know what I mean? If he met her in a flashback, if he met her five years ago, like... Yeah, he's known Nyssa. Yeah, exactly. Like, why? Like, why not speak one thing? Like, like, oh, I met your daughter Talia. Like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, I'm sure they could have figured out something back on Nana Parbot. They'll explain something in the flashbacks, I'm sure. I have a feeling they're going to give us a reason why she hasn't been mentioned. Yeah, I mean, now after season five... Well, they mentioned her before when he's like, during... uh, I think it was Legends of Tomorrow. They said you're gonna have a daughter. Her name's Talia or something. Right. I know Oliver didn't mention it, but they have they have mentioned Talia Al Ghul in right. the past. Um now I know that like for season five for after season five, they won't have any more previous flashbacks like prior to prior prior to Arrow happening, like because the it's pilot gonna season. It's gonna be all caught up. But I know they are doing flashbacks. I'm hoping they're gonna do like five years of flashbacks of stories that we didn't see like last week, like right. last episode with Prometheus and organizing all that shit. And we saw a storyline that we never got to see before. Yeah. Of, him, or of Oliver killing all those people. Yeah. We're like Stephen Amell gets to trans uh, to go like back through the, uh, transformation of, of arrow. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be cool. That'll be interesting. I hope they do that. And we get to see stuff with like, maybe he mentions Tully Ogle or maybe he did this or maybe he did that. Like, I don't know. It'd be pretty interesting. But so that, that's it for DC TV. It is all you know. It's all back. So let's let's briefly, um, let's let's chat about Jerome. My on air. You hear me? Ah, screw it. Let's do it. Hi. Some of you may know I died. Oh, take it from me. Death is dull. Leave it to dying to give you a whole new perspective on life. And I would like to share that with you. Uh, officer, you look terrible. Hey, you got... Tonight, Gotham, in the darkness, there are no rules. So, tonight, Gotham, do what you want. Kill who you want. Mm-hmm. And one morning comes. You too shall be reborn. Oh, and uh, Dory, I don't forgive you for my face. <laughs> oh, baby. Let's do a little bit of Gotham talk. No, no we are going to do Gotham as a as a segment like all of our other shows here next when they start again. Yes. Because since they're doing this break, it's just we're going to just wait. But we could not not talk about Jerome's fucking... What's the actor's name? Cameron Monaghan. Cameron, Cameron Monaghan's fucking performance of the Joker in this episode. Oh, my God. I've never been so captivated by 
somebody like on on screen like i was just like complete like you said you were like this is enthralling like you know it's amazing like it, it was like he, he does the role so perfect man like i'm already gonna say it now i don't care it, he's gonna be the best live action joker we've seen by far oh absolutely hands hands fucking hands down man it's like, gonna make jack nicholson's won't touch it heath ledger it's, they're gonna they're all gonna seem like crap jokers i mean if this. you had to take two jokers that have been out live action already and make them have a, a love child it's i've, I've got to choose hamill and ledger he did both in one yeah and those are the everybody's two favorite jokers hamill hasn't been a live action joker has he uh, i guess i guess not i guess we'll just say people that have done joker right but yeah dude he 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 had aspects of both but he but he was more close like he was more like a real joker like right he was like because he had his face ripped off, and he was, like, looking at it in a bag, and he was talking to it. And he's like, what? No. And he's like, this guy's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that is so funny. Like, like and I, I that is something, only something the Joker could say about his own face being in his hand. <laughs> and I just love, man. I just, oh, man. I, I have nothing but great things to say about it. I could oh, not complain. Before we say anything, another funny scene when he was talking to, what's her fucking name? Lee? Lee, yeah. And like, he's all going through all the shit. At the end, he goes, and by the way. I was like, ha! I was like, that's so funny. He's like, I love when he's talking about Dwight on the on the when they're watching the news. Yeah, and he's just like, look at this guy. He's like, he's wearing my face. He's got no charisma. <laughs> he's like, he's no. <laughs> he's like, no nothing. Like he's like, he's like, you're not gonna want to stop watching this. He goes, you wait, just wait till you see what's about to happen. He's just oh. fucking. Oh man, it's beautiful, dude. It was fucking. He. One of the best hours of television I've ever seen. Agreed. Agreed. 100%. One of the best episodes of t- TV ever. Yeah. Just, oh, I cannot wait to see more of him. I want to see a whole season. This is the Joker we have wanted. And I hope Joker we deserve. Do. Yes. So if you guys have not watched Gotham or you don't watch Gotham, whatever, watch this fucking show. Like, get, I, would be, I would be happy, happier, not maybe not happier, but watch Gotham, sure. All right. But if you don't watch it, have no desire to watch it, at least watch that episode. Go and watch these last three episodes that they have just that just started two weeks ago. Just to see the Joker. Oh, my. Yeah. Just to see this kid go. I mean, even go back and watch like a YouTube video from like five months ago of like the best of Jerome Velasca from Gotham and see all that stuff because well, people were posting people that didn't watch Gotham like, oh, this is the Joker right here. Right. And those but those people haven't. You know, at that time, they haven't seen nothing yet, man. Like, yeah, go. And just like he said, you ain't seen nothing yet. Like, and it's, it's beautiful, man. It, it's fucking poetic, like, seeing this. Like Kevin Smith would say, you're d- d- doing the Lord's work. Yeah, yeah. And that, ugh, just it's just great. And I do want to say one thing. I'm not going to spoil Jack for you because you haven't fucking got back on the bandwagon. But Daredevil Season 2, holy fuck. Great. Holy fuck, mm-hmm. dude absolutely insane like it is so good to see all of the shit that's happening on this like i can't even express to you i'm gonna watch it it's just awesome and then my my next step is jessica jones yeah then we can get luke cage iron fist is coming out defenders fucking defenders so much nerd shit man we took off quite a chunk oh yeah for sure we can do it though it's all right Uh, there's there's plenty of time the good thing about those shows is that they all come out at once yeah, we can watch all the episodes whenever. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. And we've done a bang-up job of not being spoiled about what happens to Daredevil. I've just yeah. avoided listening to other people talk about it. Like, yeah. close my eyes at the movie theater because I wasn't 
remember when we saw the yeah. trailer for season two? I hadn't been caught up on season one, so I closed my eyes. It's yeah. fine. But all right, well that's our episode. Yeah, um, not too bad, man. We did it in about an hour. That's nice. Hour eight minutes, not too bad at all. So we're gonna progressively try to get better at paying more attention to the camera. So this is our first legitimate video. We did that one for Rogue One. We were having some serious technical difficulties. As you can see, the quality is much better. We've got a better camera. And uh, got some green screen going on. Pretty dope. Yeah, this, see the green wall? Nope, you don't because it's not green. <laughs> nice. For you guys, yeah. So uh, we'll be doing more of this. We're going to try to do this every week as long as we can get it. Everything looks good. Lighting looks good. Don't have a problem with it. And um, we're all, I'm all set. Yeah, you got we, anything more we'll, to say? We'll be back next week with all the same, the same episode, Flash Arrow. Yes, happen. but next week we're going to try really hard to cover Justice League Dark. Yes. Oh, yeah. That came out this week digitally. Go check that shit out. You can buy it on Amazon Vudu. Yeah, watch it within this next week so when we talk about it, you you can watch the episode. For sure. It's going to be it's gonna be worth worth checking out. All right. Have a good week, and we'll see you next Monday. Peace. We at Nerdtalkalypse Podcast assume no claim in sounds, references, music, and graphics and are not affiliated or endorsed by any companies involved, such as Disney, Lucasfilm, Marvel, DC Comics, Warner Brothers, Sony, ComicBook.com, or any of their affiliates. Nerdtalkalypse is a non-profit generating podcast made for entertainment purposes. We can be found on social media at Facebook.com slash Nerdtalkalypse and on Twitter at Nerdtalkalypse. You can also email us, Nerdtalkalypse at gmail.com. We really appreciate you listening. Please subscribe to us at any of the following servers, iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, Player FM, and TuneIn Radio. Or also on Facebook every Monday for a live viewing of the show. Please, if you enjoy the show, let us know via email or review on iTunes. If you'd like to be a guest, either in person or via Skype, please send us an email. If there's any subject matter you wish us to discuss, please let us know. We will do all the necessary research to bring you that specific content, either in our next episode or a special of your very own. Thank you again for listening to Nerd Talk Lips Podcast.